There's zero chance I would have survived without the many nurses that, that touched me in some way, shape, or form. There are a couple of common denominators to success. Caring has got to be tough. Caring transcends time and space. Caring component is what differentiates, I believe, what we do and what every nurse that I've interacted with has proven to me. This is Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana. Welcome to The Voice of Humana Nurses, a podcast about clinicians committed to improving lives. Join me, other nurses from Humana, and special guests as we discuss topics nurses care about. Hi, and welcome to The Voice of Humana Nurses. I'm Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana, and today my guest is someone very special and dear to me a leader in our organization, and an inspiration to many of us for his caring and compassionate approach to building a strong and caring culture throughout our company. Today with me is Tim Huval, our Chief Administration Officer at Humana. And our topic of conversation for today is caring and the power of caring in healthcare. So welcome to the Voice of Humana Nurses, Tim, and thanks so much for being flexible and coming on our show. And um, talking about this very important topic with us. Sure, it's my pleasure. Happy to be here. Awesome. So before we get into the heart of the conversation, we really like to get to know our guests. Um, so we've had quite a few guests over the past year, and everybody's introduction is and what they share about themselves is a little different. It's always great to hear their stories and hear about people's personal and professional interests. So Tim, why don't we kick it off with you telling us a little bit about you? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, you know, I've been with Humana about uh, seven years. Uh, prior to Humana, I was in banking at Bank of America for uh, a little over a decade, and prior to that, I was with uh, Gateway Computers in the in the technology world. Um, so, and I've my my career has really spanned from operating role, complicated op operating roles, to HR roles, and sort of back and forth. I was a CIO at one point in my uh, in my journey, so. I've sort of been in multiple industries and, and with, with, with just great opportunities and experiences that I've been very, very fortunate to have. Um, myself, personally, I'm, uh, my wife, Brenda, and I live here in Louisville. We have a 16-year-old uh, daughter, just turned 16, so we just celebrated her sweet 16 birthday, and a 12-year-old son. Um, and our interest, really, it's, it's, it's all about our family, you know, between sports and school and we, we love to cook and, and do fun things like that, being from South Louisiana. Uh, I've got a little bit of the Cajun blood in me, um, but it's, it's really all about our family and any spare time outside of work is, is, is spent there um, and, and trying to do good things in the community where we can. Thanks for sharing, Tim. Really appreciate it. I, I share that view of family first, and, and I know it's a um, strong part of who you are and what you bring to our organization. Um, I really wanted to bring you on to talk about caring um, because as I shared in the introduction, I think that you've been really important in um, making this a foundational value and a foundational way that we work at, at Humana. Um, and you've had some recent experiences with our healthcare system, and I think that maybe that's given you an expanded or a new perspective and an appreciation for how powerful caring can be. Um, in a healthcare environment and how it might show up in a, a patient's or a member's healing journey. Um, some of our listeners have, have heard me talk about one of my favorite 
nursing theorist, Dr. Jean Watson. And um, one of the things that she said to me that was so impactful when I met her was, um, caring transcends time and space. And I was really asking her at the time about, um, does her caring theory um, will it will it be um, have the same strength in virtual environments as well as physical environments? And and it always stayed with me how she delivered the line and what she said. Um, so as we think about our healthcare landscape and the care delivery system, the complexity that patients, members, we all bring to that system. I think it's really important that we not lose sight of those human caring values and the impact that they can have. Um, and, you know, would like to talk a little bit about that. Um, you recently had an interview with Dr. B. Harris, and you shared a little bit about some challenges in your, in your life and the power of caring by those around you and how grateful you are that it showed up in the moments you were most vulnerable. Um, can you talk a little bit about your experience, how important it was for you when you were a part of the healthcare system, how sure. it impacted you? I'd be happy to. And, you know, first of all, and, and I, I, wanted, I should have said this earlier, but I, I got to say thank you to, to everyone listening to this because I'll tell you, I've always had a deep respect and admiration for what a nurse does. Um, multiply that by about 100 having lived through the experience that I, that I had. Uh, I, I, I think it's a, a privilege to have lived through it um, because I lived through it. But, but I, will, I will go so far as to say um, without the caring, deep caring nature of many nurses over the course of 2018, which was, as, as many have heard, a very, very challenging year for me, um, where I, all would argue, many would argue, I, I probably shouldn't have survived but I will tell you, and I mean this very sincerely, there's zero chance I would have survived without the many nurses that, that touched me in some way, shape, or form um, from the simple caring day-to-day -day, um, for a very complicated person who was in a coma and at some point paralyzed and completely dependent, 100% dependent on a nurse to take care of me. Um, you know, you, you don't forget those moments but I also think about the moments when I just needed, well, I couldn't speak because I had a ventilator and a, and a, a trach in at the time, but the, the, there was just this innate ability for the nurse to understand what I needed at that point in time. It might have been just to hold my hand or just to sit there uh, or to sort of, you know, not, <laughs> you know, so to do whatever. And I, I just, I, I reflect on the, the caring components along that continuum all the way from being in a coma, to being paralyzed, to going to rehab, learning to walk again, learning to eat again, learning to talk again, to going home, um, where home care came into play. All points in between along that continuum required enormous caring that there's no playbook for, right? I mean, you, you sort of have to adapt to the situation. You know it when you see it, and you know it when you feel it, and I'm the beneficiary of that. Um, I, th there is just not a more important attribute to what we do day in and day out, which is sincere caring, being there in the moment. Um, yeah, the professional expertise and the technical expertise that a nurse brings is second to none, but that caring component is what differentiates, I believe, what we do um, and what every nurse that I've interacted with has proven to me. So I'm, I'm uh, for our company, and again, that's not unique to nurses. I think the caring component 
of how we show up with each other is a must. If you think about it, you know, it's not about my agenda or a person's. It's about us being there for each other. Imagine how much more powerful every one of us will be if we've all got each other's back and we care deeply in a sincere way about each other. Great things happen. Yeah, you, um, I think you recently shared on that interview with um, B. Harris that concept of having each other's back as associates. And, you know, you said what we're here to do for our members simply won't work if we don't do it for each other. So can you talk a little bit more about, you know, how caring might show up at work and what that might look like? Yeah, you know, there, 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 gosh, there's so many examples. Um, you know, I like to sort of start by saying, you know, one of the things I l I've learned, and, and I'd like to say I've always sort of felt this way, but probably more so than ever these days, is you truly never know what someone is dealing with in their life. Could be professionally, could be personally, you just don't know. And so one one things that I try to apply and really try to try to practice every single day is, you know, be there, be present, you know, always give the benefit of the doubt to a teammate because you don't know what they're dealing with, right? And and if you can if you can approach it that way, um, and you create that permission space, sometimes teammates may want to open up and say, oh, "Let me just tell you what's on my mind." Sometimes they don't, but but let's let's sort of give each other a little bit of slack, and and it it actually happens day in and day out with how we operate together. It could be just in a one on one with a teammate, right? The, the it's it's not my agenda that matters. It's how do we help each other become better, stronger, faster together. Um, and quite frankly, feel feel very comfortable doing so. So, you know, make sure that we're here for each other, not for ourselves. And and that just liberates you. It liberates me to sort of think differently about how I come in, how I show up, and and you know what my real agenda is is what's the greater what's the what's for the best and what's in the best interest of the company and each teammate that I have the privilege to interact with. Yeah, I think that's so important. We, um, about a year ago, started an initiative called Nurses Loving Nurses, and it's a peer recognition program. And uh, to date, I think we've had about, um, we call them moments of gratitude, about 4,000 moments of gratitude. And it's a real easy way that um, some of our nurses put together that we can recognize each other. And sometimes it's for something that they did for one of our patients or members. And, and more often it's what they've done for one another. You know, you've helped, you knew I was having a bad day, you stepped up, you know, you were proactive and said, I'm gonna take that call for you. You gave me a resource. You told me a funny joke to let, you know, it's just, there's so many things. And as you said, it's very situational. Um, but just, I think it, it also kind of goes to, you know, just really having that, that knowledge of each other yeah. and, and that appreciation. So And, and being comfortable doing so. You yeah. know, I, I walked out of a meeting the other day and I could tell a teammate was off a little bit. So I just called out of the blue. Um, hey, this person didn't expect it. They were surprised. And they said, what are you calling for? I said, I'm just, you okay? That was it. Nothing more than that. But it was a one-minute phone call, right? Um, but sometimes that's all. It's it's those simple things that matter. And good. I mean, so what? Take a minute or two out of your day for a teammate goes a long way. It does. It does. I, I really agree with you. So you know, we talk a lot about making sure that we have enough energy um, in our tank so that we can take care of others. And you know, we talk a lot about holistic care and person-centered care as we evolve these these contemporary healthcare models. 
Um, and I think clearly we agree that caring should be at the core of care delivery. Um, one of the things is really that I think is essential there is developing trust. Um, nurses for the 18th year in a row were voted the most trusted profession in the United States. Not surprisingly, I think most of our listeners would say, and I think you would agree with that. Um, but thinking about building trust and building relationships that would help us to anticipate the needs of our members, the same as we just talked about anticipating the needs of our teammates, of our colleagues, um, is, a, is a real important way that we can help support them on their health journey. How might we think about relationships with our members in the same ways that, uh, that you kind of gave us some hints about having relationships with one another? Yeah, I, I, I think it's, they're interchangeable, right? I don't, I, I've often said that, you know, our, our associate experience, and I don't say that in broad, I mean the type of things we're talking about around caring for each other, being there for each other, being vulnerable, uh, being transparent, it, it, will, it will never be, our, our member experience will never be better than that, right? So you almost have to start with, you can't have one or the other, it's both. And so the minute you over-index on one, someone's going to suffer and it's not going to be sustainable. So I think about them in tandem. And I think about, you know, the interactions we have with members, which I'm inspired by every single day of the week, particularly with what our nurses do uh, with our members, because the trust is it's just, it's just a natural trust. But make no mistake about it, what I see is our teammates working at it every day to make sure we maintain it. Why should it be different with each other? It shouldn't be, right? But there's this just natural, I call it innate ability for a nurse to know how to make that connection, and you just naturally let your guard down. Had I not let my guard down, I would have not been taken care of, but I never thought about it because I just trusted. Now, I had to because I was vulnerable at the time, but never in my mind did I, did I even think for a nanosecond that, you know, there wasn't something to try. I mean, I trusted. Imagine that's how we lead with each other. That is just a natural trust because of the way we operate and because our intentions are pure and they're all about each other. I just, I, I think it's something we have to continue to work at every day. We shouldn't think about them separately, right? Well, our members trust us, but we don't trust each other. No, it doesn't work that way, right? We have to, the trust has to transcend what we do in our day jobs, day in and day out. It has to be who we are um, naturally. And we have to think, we have to work at it though, right? Right, <coughs> relationships don't happen overnight. They don't, and that's okay. Right, okay. right. I, I think it's ongoing. Um, great points there. Um, one of the one of the tools that um, we've used as a nursing community and and continue to develop <coughs> as a vehicle for people to um, kind of talk to each other, make connections that you might not make in your everyday work life, is using Buzz. Um, and our nursing community has really grown in the past year as as users of Buzz, and, and it's, it sparks some really interesting conversations. Some of them are very tactical. Some of them are um, very inspirational. And you know, one of the subjects that came up recently was about caring and strengthening relationships. And we talked a little bit about, you know, wouldn't it be awesome if caring was a company value? If we really acknowledged that um, emotion and relationships, the importance of that there. So, you know, just kind of taking that a little bit um, further, 
um, we talk a lot about culture here and we do a lot of um, a lot of things it's it's you know a part of who we are to really concentrate on culture first the culture of our whole community right. not just our nursing community but how how might we think about that yeah. journey in our broader organization to ingrain a culture of caring both for one another and those we care for just to take what you talked yeah. about a little further I, I think it's important I mean again it, it's I think it, I do think it's embedded in our values but to your point should it be more front and center I think so, right? H how we get there, we, we ought to have more conversations about. And the good news is we have a platform for those conversations to really come to life, right? We've got ECOM, our, our operating model that we're thinking through today. None of that works without a caring component across the entire continuum from healthy to sick to end of life, depending on where you are on that journey. All points in between require deep um, and I'd call enormous caring capabilities but, but it has to apply across the entire enterprise, right? It's not just, oh, wow, I'm interacting with a member, so I've got I've to show what caring means, but I'm over here in, a, in an operating role and I don't. No, that's not accurate. It, you actually, caring is, 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 a, is, a, it is a part of the culture. It is sort of how the company rolls. So I actually, A, I believe completely it should be front and center in all of our conversations. I, I, I'll think more about it with the collective team around how do we do that because I think it's a really important takeaway, Kathy. I, I don't, uh, I don't have the exact answer for it, but I can tell you I'm a huge advocate of it. And so why not put front and center what we know is going to be? There are a couple of common denominators to success. Caring has got to be top. Trust, caring, they're all. You're talking about the same type of thing because you can't have one without the other. But I think we should. It should be more prominent. I agree with you. Well, I appreciate that, and I think some of the um, great news is that our work with our enterprise clinical operating model and our home strategy sure. and all of our developing um, and evolving models really have integrated nurses, social workers, physicians, yeah. pharmacists, um, really integrated our clinical communities um, in the building of them. And I think that's really exciting. And um, it, it really takes a whole team. Right. In the end, that's, that's what makes us successful. I agree. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Well, Tim, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, we both share a passion for the subject, and um, I really appreciate your willingness to talk about your experiences and help us to, um, to grow together. And I think that our focus on culture and all the aspects of culture, relationships, caring, is really, um, it's unique in this company, and I think it bodes very well for all of us for the future. Well, it's, it's a pleasure, and I would just say, I know I said thank you on the front end, but, you know, if you ever doubt the importance of your work, call me. I'll give you my cell phone. I mean, I'm telling you, it is, you know, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about the impact that nurses had on my life, um, and, and in many ways, I hope, um, made me better. Yeah, I don't wish what, what I lived through upon anyone but but hindsight's twenty twenty, and I'm I'm an optimist by uh, just by nature of who I who, how I how I think and how I how I believe. Um, but I just it's so powerful, and and so thank you doesn't do justice to how I feel about the work that each of you do for our company, um, and and the impact it's had on me is profound, and and my obligation is to do something with that for others, and you have my commitment that that that's uh, what I'll be doing every single day. Thank you. Thank you, Tim, um, and all our listeners appreciate you being here with us as well. 
And to our listeners, thank you for listening to today's episode. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play by searching the words, The Voice of Humana Nurses. And we'd love to hear from you as well. So send us an email at chiefnursingofficer at humana.com and give us your comments and your suggestions about topics or people you want to hear about or hear from. So until the next time, thank you and be well.